Hey, I'm here. Hey, you're here. Let's do this. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. I am so excited to see you today because I know you have been working your tail off these last seven days. Since we last spoke, I know you have been working quite intensely. And uh, I didn't think we were getting get together today. So I'm happy to see you, and I'm happy to share you with the audience. Tell me, Chick Brew, what is going on in your world? Loster. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I lost internet connectivity, and I realized that my external antenna for the Wi-Fi was uh, not connected. So I've reconnected that. Hopefully that will uh, end our problems. Where was I? Oh yeah. Hey, happy to see you. What's going on in your world? Oh my gosh. I'm so tired. <laughs> How did we do this when we were younger? Like it was nothing. Just work, 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 work. Party, 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 work, party. party uh, occasionally sleep, work, party, repeat. I, I haven't even had any party. I... I have work, work, and I've just come home every night and been like, Ugh. Yes, no one's going to feel sorry for you because you're getting old. All of us, if we're lucky enough, we get old, and getting old sucks. But, as I often say, it is better than the alternative. It's true. Yes. <laughs> Be glad you are able to grow old, people. If you are allowed to grow old, it is a good thing, but it sucks. I, you know... Everyone warns you about, like, oh, your hangovers are going to be worse. You can't eat like you used to. There's all these little, like, things. Oh, your back's going to hurt. Blah, blah, blah. No one tells you that just existing would be exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, the closer you get to 40, just opening your eyes is going to feel like opening a creaky shutter to the attic. Some evil person told me something about uh, at my 40th birthday. They just said something. And to them, it probably didn't mean anything, but to me, it meant the world because it, it never kind of left me. But it was just like, yeah, after 40, every day, your body is dying because you weren't meant to live beyond 40. So every day after 40, your body is dying. And and I was like, oh, yeah, ha ha ha. Hilarious. Thanks. I appreciate that. I'm going to go back to work now. But it is stuck with me. And every day beyond 40, I've been thinking like, oh, well, there's another little piece of me that died. There, there's another oh, little piece died. of me that died. <laughs> and to a think a mere 13 years later. Flew up here. What's that? A huge moth, like moth killed dad moth. So I know that you are uh, in your penthouse uh, portion of your apartment. The command here. center. The <laughs> <laughs> I can and, spy on my neighbors. I can watch yeah. the sunsets. I can talk to you. It's All so funny. It, we had a fourth floor in our uh, Rota house, and we we only went up there when it was time to see something. 
Like, if there were fireworks going on, we would go up to the fourth floor. We, we never went up there. We barely had anything up there. And that's a full bedroom bath. And even when we had guests, nobody was on the fourth floor. That was a, a strange, strange place. But today on Facebook, I came across an ad for the Dyson air purifier cooler and heater. Now, I have priced this in the past, and Dyson, extremely expensive. These are- So good, though. They are very good products, but they're really, really expensive. This particular heater, cooler, purifier usually runs for about $700, and they were offering it today for like $35 on Facebook. Oh, don't buy that, Tony. That and, is a scam. And if you buy two of them, you get 35% off the se- uh, the total. And I sure did. I sure did try to buy not just one, but two of these because I know Dyson is a quality name. But my bank kept saying no. <laughs> Your bank is smarter than you. My bank said not today. And, and then it sent me a message like, did you try to do this? And I was like, yes, I did. And they said, we'll try it again. And again, I tried and it said not today. And it sent me a message again and said, did you try to do this? And I was like, yes, I did. And it said, try it again. And it said not today. So that wasn't meant to be. You tried three times to get scammed. <laughs> well, world's most handsomest Nigerian prince they, in the form of a Dyson. They make good commercials because it's HGTV. Yeah, no, not HGTV. What is the um, H Home Shopping Television Network? HSN TV. It was legit. They had a real person on there, and she was hawking her wares. And I, I wanted, because I know Dyson's to be, I mean, I have bought a lot of knockoff Dyson products because I couldn't afford the actual Dyson products. And this was an opportunity to buy those Dyson products at a discounted rate, but not today. They're going to send you eight of them. (laughs) It is so stupid that you say that. So Mrs. Collette, Mrs. Collette is a wonderful lady that I used to work with. And she is my connection to the um, personalized coffee mug industry she is my connection so i wanted to you'll get it i'm not i'm not spoiling the surprise i got you a coffee cup it's one of the coffee cups that uh, do the invisible thing like it's just a black coffee cup and then you put hot liquid in it and it shows chick brew and the the luns b show i got one for you and i got one for tegan and uh and i got one for j-bone so all three of you the, the, the three ladies in my life all got, uh, uh, because they asked for it, they got a coffee cup. We're going to be so fancy. <laughs> and I went to pick it up, and she gave me a box that had seven coffee cups in it. I'm like, seven? What, what in the world? Why do I need seven? I don't like these people that much, except for maybe one uh, or two, you know, or three. Okay, maybe I do, but I don't need seven. Uh, and hers. <laughs> For everybody. <laughs> so what I have now is I have gotta find us a his extra coffee cups that uh, can be given to family and friends that request them. So assuming maybe you're a J-Bone fan, maybe you're a T-Bone fan, maybe you're a Chick Brew fan, and you would like a personalized cup with her name on it, I think <laughs> that can be arranged. And all you have to pay for is shipping and handling. Are we doing a giveaway? Yes. 
Yeah, but I'm not paying for the shipping and handling. Fair. I already That's paid fair. for the coffee cups themselves. That's fair. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, this is a really cool coffee cup. I appreciate my coffee cup. Every day, I have a cup of coffee in my coffee cup, and I make sure to put the Lunsby Show side of uh, out uh, available for people to view. It's got T-Bone on the other side, but I don't need people seeing T-Bone. I need people seeing the Lunsby Show. That's what I need. Perfect. Those, those rants take so, a lot out of me. I gotta... <laughs> but it's funny because I was just watching the Facebook's feed earlier today, and a friend of mine was like, I ordered one table from Amazon. <laughs> They've delivered three. <laughs> I, when I ordered the bar, so I've got a beautiful little bar that eventually one day you'll come to see, but they sent me a top only, and <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't have a bar with a top only. So I hit them back, and I'm like, a uh, little problem here, uh, missing, missing a bottom. I, I love being a top, but uh, also need a bottom. And eventually, they sent me a brand new one. So over here behind the curtain, I got a whole top. I guess if that one ever goes bad or yeah, back up. or back if up someone bar. like uh, my friend Howie, who is a, a, a wood craftsman, if you will, they they recently bought like an old school or something and they've converted it. They are in the process of converting it to a bed and breakfast. And the work that he's put in there is amazing. And I've seen other projects that he's done. I really want him to come here and do a project. I want to take the little storage area that I got off to my left. And I want to put a Murphy door in there and a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Well, a, a, a hidden bathroom behind a bookshelf. Ooh, kind of spooky. <laughs> Bookcase. Bookcase. Yeah, I, I'm going to close off this section. I'm going to make it look like it's a bookcase. But if you pull the right book, it opens up and there's a beautiful little bathroom hidden behind it. That's what I want to do. Fancy. Yes, I'm very, I'm very fancy. That's like the bar, the dungeon in New Orleans. For the longest time, went there like three times, would go to a different bar <laughs> to go to the bathroom. And then finally, my friend was like, oh, it's behind the bookcase in the back. If That's fun in a house, but a bar? Come on, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm already, I've already made a bad choice. I am here. If, <laughs> if the bathroom is memorable, it sticks with you. The Ice House in Swansboro, North Carolina is one of those that sticks with me. So the Ice House is a great little dive. They have an amazing Reuben sandwich. Uh, but when you go to the bathroom... The male bathroom is uh, decorated with Elvis. The female bathroom is decorated with Marilyn Monroe. And and when you go inside, it's all Elvis. I, I don't know about the the Marilyn Monroe. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm, to investigate. <laughs> I'm assuming it's all. I'll have to ask the producer about that. But yeah, when you go in, it's all Elvis. And that bathroom has stuck with me for years and years and years. There are there other a bathroom. There's a uh, like a restaurant called Brine in New York City. And there's a bar like right next to it. It's the most expensive, tiniest drinks you'll ever have. <laughs> but to go into the bathroom, you open like an old Coca-Cola refrigerator door. I like it. It's, it's memorable. So cool. Best bathroom. I mean, you go and then you go downstairs into the basement and you're like, this was also a bad choice. But to get in, it was great. In Europe, uh, specifically in Germany, I remember going downstairs to like now, of course, it was German, so I couldn't tell you what the name of the club was, but I just remember it was the swankiest 
the swankiest, without a doubt. Um, like the handrails were gold and you, you went downstairs and there's an attendant leading into the bathroom and there's an attendant in the bathroom and everything. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we may have been running a scam that night. I think we were, I think we we uh, identified one of our friends was the senior senator from Iowa because we knew that no one knew who the senior senator from Iowa was. So we were his protection detail and and he was the senior senator from Iowa. And we got the VIP treatment because that's the scam we used to run. <laughs> it's funny because whenever he, every time someone talks about bathroom attendance i will never forget the heroes of daytona bike week are the porta potty attendants there are porta potty attendants yes they are doing god's work daytona bike week not the nicest or cleanest event i've ever worked i but i have intentionally never gone to bike week you've missed nothing Um, (laughs) but they do a great job maintaining the porta potties it doesn't matter you go out there the first day before they open or the last 10 minutes of the event, spotless. So good. Interesting. Porta potties, as people know them, I, I used to call the Iraqi sauna because, <laughs> because, God forbid, God forbid, you had to, to make a poo in the middle of the day in Iraq. It was. Nope just undescribable it was so unpleasant it was <laughs> so so once upon a time in brooklyn uh it sounds like nascar port <laughs> in brooklyn they had screwed up and they had wired the hot water into the toilet so it, it was uncomfortable oh. And yeah. as a young man, an 18-year-old man in Brooklyn, I was like, this is the worst thing ever. And then 20 years later, I'm in an I'm in a Iraqi sauna, and I'm like, no, no, that was quite pleasurable compared to this. Because <laughs> if you could just imagine it being so hot that the blue water inside the um, porta potty is beginning to create a misty, evaporating kind of just... The ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be our question of the week. Where has been the most uncomfortable poo for you? <laughs> it wasn't my poo, but I will say we were working a like rave in the middle of nowhere, Texas. That whole event was a disaster, but somebody pooped in the hand sink. They had brought out these wonderful hand washing stations where you like pump the I don't blame them hand and soap, and someone. I like came out of, I came, well, I went to wash my hands because I touched something sticky in the tent and I don't like sticky hands. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a delightful hand station right there. So I went and I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> run away. <laughs> it is so important. Fast. It is important to have uh, a proper attendance when it comes to porta potties. I remember. How did, they, how did they poop in the sink? Easy. The same way you poop on the side of the road. You just poop. That's a skinny people it, thing. Skinny people that have no butt high. cheeks. Yeah, yeah, they just, they, they do it. It's easy. You look at any video from San Francisco or Los Angeles these days, and you got these people, and they just poop. Like, poop. Like, it's nothing. 
I Whereas I'm a large, <laughs> I'm a large person, and, and I have requirements for me to poop, and, and and number one of those requirements is I must be in a fully a squatted position, yeah, <laughs> preferably with a, a bidet, and not a requirement, but I do like to have a bidet. When we talk about porta potties, the episode uh, the, uh, title of this one, of course, when we talk, <laughs> totally. I, I will never forget when we were in Okinawa. So we would go into the central training area in Okinawa and do uh, military operations in an urban terrain or mount training, as it's called. And the people that were there before us were the Marines and the toilets had the porta potties had not been cleaned prior to our arrival. And I had a, I had a grumbling. So I went to a porta potty because I was going to need to use one. And I will never forget the site that I saw where there there is the seat of the porta potty and then above the seat as if a Dairy Queen ice dispenser had gone off. <laughs> oh, they were just no. piled up. On t- so the Marines who had been working this area prior to us not That's only another. filled it up, Rumble. but they, they got on top of it and squatted above it to fill it beyond capacity. And it's just, it's just a sight you never forget. It's something you see and you're like, how... And then it just stuck with you. I, I also share with you the best porta potty photo I ever took in my life. Nope, don't share that with me. I, that I, yourself. It's a great photo, and I, I've shared it many times. I've got four of my sailors. They're in line to go to a porta potty. It's the only porta potty in the middle of the desert. So uh, we're, we're at a range. We've got 400 people shooting that day, and there's this one porta potty that you can just go into and it's in the there's nothing for miles and miles and miles except this one porta potty and four sailors standing in a line to to get into that porta potty and it's one of my favorite photos that I've ever taken it's just a I, I'll try to find it and post it up in the in the comments for this episode one time we were doing ultra in Miami and this guy Michael Saad love this man so good uh, but he made a bad choice and he's like i'm gonna get a hot dog from this hot dog guy and i said i don't think that's a good idea we're not regulated and we're not talking about a new york city street vendor with like a license saved to it we're talking about a guy with like a grill rack over a shopping cart he's, he's got a backpack full of hot dogs yeah, like we're not talking about. <laughs> he's he's everything there is abandonable. <laughs> he will start running, and Michael's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna totally gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it." And I'm like, "Okie doke." He ate that, and literally before we even got across the street, he was like, "Hmm." Mm. And he's like, "It was just because I was super hungry. I'm gonna get a water. <laughs> so I'm gonna get a water when we get to the site because we had already filled the coolers there." Now, that's a super busy event. Tons of thousands of people there. We had procured our own porta potty that was inside a fence. Ooh. It was it was just for us. You had to come through our back door of our tent to get to it. It was fantastic. We get there and Michael's like, "That porta potty, is it ready?" And I was like, "For what?" <laughs> and he's like, "A day of reckoning." <laughs> And he just put the wreck in reckoning. That poor man, I felt really bad because it was like the event that he was the the most excited for out of our schedule. And he was in the hotel sick the whole time. I felt so bad. He missed everything. (laughs) 
many years ago. So, uh, you know, uh, I was a dare officer. That's right. That's right. I was a dare officer. And uh, I, uh, dare training for us took place in Wiesbaden, Germany. So we went to dare training. And then a year later, we went back for advanced dare officer training. And I got riggedy, riggedy, riggedy wrecked, son. <laughs> Uh, don't, don't do this, children. <laughs> well, so you, you, our initial dare officer training, there was a lot of pressure. You, you wanted to pass. You didn't want to fail. You wanted to be a dare officer. And there may have been some alcohol. But advanced dare officer training, you're already a dare officer, and it's go time. And I got so smashed that on the day that I'm leaving um, – I spent the entire flight. I flew from Frankfurt to Rome. I spent the entire time in the bathroom. Like, before the plane even took off. Now, this is a long time ago. I'm pretty sure nowadays they'll kick you off the plane for doing this. But uh, before the plane took off, I got up and I went to the bathroom. And the stewardess is like... You need to come out. And I'm like, oh, I can't come out. <laughs> I can't come out. And uh, the plane took off, and I stayed in the bathroom the entire flight. Occasionally, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. And then we land in Rome. And again, I am I am not proud of this. I, I am proud of the fact that I survived this. Number one, they allowed me on the plane. Number two, they took off with me on the plane. Number three, they landed the plane in the place I was going. Dave Dozier was with me, and I remember him looking at me going... I can't believe they let you on the plane. I can't believe they let you on the plane. So we land in Rome, and I'm just trying to get home. I got to make it to the train station in Formia, and I see the train, and it's going to Naples, and I get on the train. And by the time we get to Monte Cassino, they finally check my ticket, and the conductor says, you're on the wrong train. The only thing I could do, now this is an hour and a half, I, the only thing I could do is get back on another train, go all the way back to Rome to get on another train to take me all the way to Formia. But the benefit of that delay is that by the time I finally made it home, very late at night, I was actually, I was actually pretty good to go at that point. But that had been a very, very stressful day because uh, I don't recommend partying like that prior to a day of travel. Generally, as a rule, ladies and gentlemen, you should not do that because I was very lucky and very fortunate. You probably wouldn't be so much lucky or so fucking, so freaking fortunate. I don't like, I don't understand. Like for me, I can't drink if I'm getting on. I'm going to go to sleep. Like I don't want that kind of sleep anyways. But I, one time I thought I was going to have three days in Salt Lake City and my company (laughs) sent me a ticket at like 11 p.m. for the next day and we were already out. We had met up with friends. Like, we were having a good time. I wasn't, it wasn't. It's hard to have crazy. a good time in Salt Lake City. It's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had never heard of a ski shot, which was just a bunch of shot glasses mounted to a ski, and then everyone drinks at once. Oh. <laughs> not dangerous at all. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was having a great time. And then, like, we were getting ready to actually call it a night because we were all, we were done. And then I like checked my phone and I was like, oh my God, I have a flight tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, that is not a good thing. Oh, it was not good. I got on the airplane and the lady next to me is like, I'm a nervous flyer. And I was like, 
<laughs> Dopey. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> no one has any time or energy for that right now. <laughs> you are done. You, yeah, you don't want to be a nervous flyer next to me today. And I, I made it. I made it. I drank a bunch of water at the airport. Ate some French fries. One of my one of my favorite hasher names that we've ever given out. You know, uh, to be a hasher, you've got to do some things, and you get interviewed, and to and to, to give yourself a hasher name, which is not uncommon in a in a subgroup. You know, so a lot of subgroups give nicknames, and hashers are a subgroup, and we give nicknames. But one of my favorites is a Pedialyte. and it's because we were doing we were doing a wedding in gibraltar and uh the night before pedialyte who had had not had that name previously made the mistake of partying with our mihas friends and one of the mihas friends is known as the pink baron because you you can't out drink this woman she's got the strongest liver in the universe and he tried to out drink her (laughs) <laughs> he tried to drink her and she drank him under the table. So the next day we get up, we're getting ready to go running. And I see this homeless guy with a hoodie on squatted up against the wall. And, you know, he's right in the area where we're getting ready to start our festivities. And I went to check on him to see if he was okay. At which point I realized it was one of ours. <laughs> and alongside him, he had a bottle of Pedialyte. It was like the third bottle he had been through trying to rehydrate himself because he was riggedy, riggedy wrecked, son. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, uh, these days. Let's, uh, let's go to the Wheel of Destiny. We haven't done that in a while. I look to the side while the Wheel of Destiny was blowing, and, and see this right here? This is a Chinese knockoff of a Dyson product. Not the $700 version. This is like a $10 version. I'm just showing it to you. <laughs> because I'm going to go back. I'm going to buy those daggone things. I'm going to call the 800 number and speak to the Home Shopping Network, the HSN. I actually have a friend that works at HSN. Is that Tom Simmons or oh, Tom Wilkins? You know, like, that's one of those jobs that I just don't think exists in my head. Yeah, they're real people. And you know, when I was doing my 60-second sales, that was my attempt. That was my audition tape for the Home Shopping Network. (laughs) Anyway, we spun the Wheel of, uh, what do we call it? Destiny. The Wheel of Destiny, and it landed on this. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know, you have been exceptionally busy this week. Have you done any cooking of memory, of memorable cooking, if you will? Today, I made a package of ramen noodles and two paper cups. <laughs> I had to use two paper cups to achieve success. but Why is that? Did. Why did you need two paper cups? Because they were small. <laughs> is this ramen noodles in the, in the hard package? Or the... In, the, yeah, in the plasticky. I normally keep a little stack of Tupperware at work. Because I'll fill it with, like, I'll eat cereal or whatever. Right. But because I was going to be on vacation, I cleared out my section. Of course. And then I realized I overachieved and did it too soon. By food of the week, I'm going to take credit for someone else's food. So the producer, not only did she decide that we were going to have corned beef and cabbage, and it's not even March. Just She just decided that, you know, we had some corned beef lying around. She picked up some cabbage, some carrots, some potatoes, and she, she put it in the... I, I hate that she puts it in the crock pot. 
because the crock pot takes like eight hours to cook. Whereas if she just gives me the ingredients, I'll throw it in the Instapot and an hour later, everything will be just the proper mush. Everything will be the proper mush. So she made that. And then the next day, she decided that she was going to make split pea soup. And Chick Brew, I know you're a chef. And I'm sure that if you made it a split pea soup, that it would be pretty doggone impressive. And I don't want to say this with her listening, and thank God she doesn't listen to the show, but this was the best split pea soup she has ever made. Ever made. It was phenomenal. And then I, this is my experience, my part of the cooking process, I decided to combine the two. I took the corned beef and cabbage and the split pea soup and put them together for a corned beef and cabbage split pea soup that I'm telling you, the makers of Campbell's are missing out on an opportunity. This is by far the bestest soup ever ever made it is phenomenal i think people sleep on split pea soup yeah i don't think uh they take it seriously i don't know where the idea of like it being gross comes from i remember thinking it was going to be gross and then someone ordered it and i was like let me taste that and i was like oh dang that's good I don't know. I don't even know how she makes it i honestly don't know how she makes it i i know that i contribute i uh i peel back all the meat from the bone and and I that meat that went to Paul, by the way, I still haven't forgotten that little transgression. <laughs> I pull Paul's back a lucky or <laughs> a man that should fear for his life. I don't know. I pull back the bone and, uh, and the bone goes in the freezer. And that was like Thanksgiving. No, that was uh, when my family visited. So that was the Thanksgiving that we held in like April. And yeah. and she pulled that bone out. And I don't know how you do the split pea part. They come in a bag. Yeah, it's not like she's mashing the peas in a... What would you call that? What is the bowl? What is is the... the... A mortar and pestle. Yes, it's not like she's using a mortar and pestle. (laughs) She is in my head now. (laughs) But uh, mixing those two together was... Wow, that was... That's That was really amazing. That was deliciousness. It was on two different levels. And, uh, hey, if you ever get a chance to, to mix your split pea soup and your corned beef and cabbage, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Hey, before we get into a next segment, the Tanies are apparently having fun with our Lund's Bee sticker. So. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just driving around and posting a picture of him and uh, just the Lunsby sticker at a random location. It is our version of a flat Stanley. But, you know, I think one of them was the scope there in Norfolk, Virginia, possibly. Then the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel was a guess on another. But apparently they were in Kitty Hawk, which I've never been to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. So... It's not like I would know, you know, it's just a bridge in a place, but it has been fun. It has been fun following along to see where the Lunsby sticker ends up next. I know I gave several of them out to listeners in the past who who said like, ah, we're going to put them up somewhere. But, you know, if you don't take a picture and send it to us and let us know that you put it up somewhere, we don't believe you. We have no reason to believe you. So... (laughs) 
<laughs> so if you've ever received a Lunsby sticker, which, by the way, we still have some more left. All you have to do if you want a Lunsby sticker is just send me a message and I'll send you the sticker. Uh, self-addressed stamped envelope, no longer required. I'll actually pay for the shipping on a single thing, except for the coffee cups. The coffee cups, you got to pay for the shipping, which is a pretty good yeah, deal because you don't have to pay for the coffee cup. In with that coffee cup. <laughs> I may. I may just do that, too. I think it's time we move on to the news. You got any headlines for me? Oh, I do. I can't wait to hear them. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. As a quick reminder for those new listeners out there, this is what we do every week. Chick Brew gives me a couple of headlines, and I mind that headline for some type of entertainment value. Maybe it'll be funny, or uh, or not. Maybe it'll be truthful. Maybe it will solve the problem. We don't know. I don't know, because I've never seen or heard the headline before. These are fresh. They're from her to me to you. That's how the headlines work. And we start with giving her a stinger, and then she reads us the headline. Barbie movie's pink paint splurge leads to global shortage. So there uh, apparently there's a new Barbie movie, which I didn't Don't know. Don't like you haven't seen it. <laughs> and uh, of course, everyone knows Barbie's favorite color is pink. And now... There's a run on pink color. I don't believe that. I don't believe that there was really enough pink to go around. I could tell you a great story about pink. <laughs> I could tell you a story where there was an actual run on pink. Uh, the man's name was Robichaud. I can't remember his first name right now, but he's no longer with us. He was the security officer uh, for the naval base in Norfolk, Virginia. And he was having uh, a lot of issues with the Union. Everything was an issue. It didn't matter what it was. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to trim your nails before going to work. Union issue. Ladies and gentlemen, you're supposed to wear your uniform properly. Union issue. One thing after another, he was having all of these union issues. And one Saturday, he went to the local store, Home Depot, Lowe's, I don't know, whoever's carrying, probably Sherman Williams, whoever, Leroy Merlin, whoever's carrying, <laughs> whoever's carrying pink paint. And he bought several buckets of it and he painted the police station at Sewell's Point pink. Him and the sailors that he had nominated to join him in the tasking painted the building, the police department pink. And the <laughs> union was very, very upset about this. And so upset about this that they went to him repeatedly like, we, we, can't, we can't work at a pink building. You can't do this to us. And he was able to defend them and defend himself. And like, there's nothing in the contract that says I can't paint the building pink. And this went on and on. And the officers were upset and they were being razzed about being the pink cops and working in the pink police station. And on and on this went until finally... A compromise was reached, and the compromise was pink uniforms. <laughs> that's what I would have done. I'd been like, "Oh, we're doing this." And the compromise uniforms, allowed them to, and they volunteered to do this to paint the building back to white. Uh, he provided the paint; they provided the labor, 
and they also stipulated that they would knock it off with all the BS union complaints that he was getting. So, uh, Mr. Robichaud, I, I, I miss you. You were uh, <laughs> you were an inspiration. I, I worked with him down in Puerto Rico many, many years later, and he told me that story. It was just such a great story. And uh, for those officers who survived being a part of the pink building, or the pink police station, that might be the title of this episode, the pink police station. <laughs> Pink police and poop. <laughs> Pink police and poop. There we go. That's a title for you. Hey, do you got another headline for me? I sure do. California family finds one million pennies while cleaning out old home. Wow. What do you do when you find yourself with a million pennies or $10,000 worth of pennies? Because I mean, <laughs> Cause porn is not letting you take it all. <laughs> that is labor intensive. The, the weight of a million pennies alone. So people don't understand, and Penn and Teller have done a great thing about numbers and how the human little monkey brain that we have can't really understand numbers when they get into large. We understand one, we understand two, we understand a few, but once it starts getting into large numbers, we as humans don't really understand that. And when you're talking about a million pennies, you're talking substantial weight. I wish we had a producer with us right now, but we don't have a producer with us right now. So I'm just going to, I'm going to do this and I'll edit out that section. Hold on one second. While you Google, I'm going to tell you two funny stories about change i'm thinking i've told one before my favorite radio dj growing up jet garrison used to all every time her co-host would say the amount that the lottery was she'd go that'd be a lot of nickels <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> this day used to irritate the co-host to no end but i still to this day i'm like that'd be a lot of nickels also when my brother came to buy a playstation 2 i believe it was from me at KB Toys, who had saved him one, because I'm a good big sister, he came and paid for it in singles, fives, and change. It was his saved up leftover lunch money. And of course, he didn't come in at noon for this transaction because my parents worked. So he came in very close to the end of shift. <laughs> and my dad and I just stood there and I was like, I have to count this. In front of you, like a dealer at a blackjack table. Exactly. <laughs> five, and enough, like right to it. Five thousand five hundred and eleven pounds. Make That's what a million pennies weighs. I'm so skinny. <laughs> a lot of like people don't of understand okay. that a million dollars and one dollar bills is also quite heavy. No one thinks right. about that. So what do you do when you find yourself in a house and, and, and you your your windfall is? In the walls, in the basement, you, you, you got $10,000 in pennies. What do you do? Well, you're going to start making those trips to a coin star because you're not counting them out yourself. And it's going to be trips because you're not putting 5,500 pounds in the car. And then you got to, oh my goodness, you got to, how many buckets, how many five-gallon buckets of coins? Do you enjoy doing that? Do you... <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy doing that do you enjoy going to like the navy federal little coin machine and dumping all of your have a coin machine here you gotta roll them i which i do find very soothing and relaxing <clears throat> and i will roll coins so the benefit of uh, living in europe 
is in Europe, the coins are in larger denominations. So you'll you'll get a two euro coin, you'll get a one euro coin, and you'll get all the other euro coins. But when you take your euro coins to the mall there in Puerto, they have they have a little machine that'll do this for you, and you dump those coins in there, you usually come out with a ton of money because uh, you know your little euro coins and the little two euro coins. Well, those things add up. That's like when I went to Poland on vacation, not realizing they have two and five dollar coin. And I just throw in all the change in my backpack, got home and was like, oh, this isn't a quarter. Luckily, I was able to go back and use it. And I went for a, almost a week for work and spent nothing on my card. I have change to pay for everything the whole time I was there. So you can't. Right. I have a ton of euros here. <laughs> When are you coming over? Uh, yeah. You can't exchange Euro coins in the States. There's no place to do it. So, yeah, you come visit me and I'll let you buy all my Euro off me. Can you do it at the airport? <laughs> I'm sure you can. I'm sure it's going to be pricey. I just haven't been to an airport since we... Well, I have. So, when we flew to Miami, I tried to do Euro exchange in both airports, in the Harrisburg airport and the Miami airport. And they did not accept coins. What? Yeah. And there's there's a lot of coins in this envelope. And they're all Euro coins. One and two Euro coins. <laughs> so either I need to find a way to go back. And they're not the only foreign coins I have. Like, um, there are countries that weren't on the Euro. So Norway, Sweden, and Denmark, I don't believe, were on the Euro. And I, I got a lot of their money. Russia definitely wasn't on the euro. I still have a lot of Russian money. And uh, when you look at it, you know, you see a 10,000 mark bill. You're like, ah, look at me. I'm rich. And and then $2. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it worth very much at all. <laughs> well, it's worth, worth nothing $2. now because I haven't converted <laughs> it to anything, but uh, it's even worth less. All right. So there's our headlines for this week. We've done cooking for this week. I think it's time we go to the book of everything. Every week we pull out a couple of facts from the book of everything. If they are memorable, they will stick with you forever. You are leaving us and going on vacation. While you are on vacation, I want you to enjoy yourself. I want you to be safe. I have reached out to some other people to take your place while you are gone. I haven't confirmed anything yet. Yeah, yeah. While you're gone and on vacation, I'm going to replace you with someone else. I hate that. So I understand. So do I. <laughs> we have developed a relationship over the years that I, I don't like wasting on other people. And surprisingly, one of the people I reached out to is like, hey, would you be interested? Was uh was not interested. What? Yeah. They're having a, a little pity party, uh, feeling bad for themselves and, and don't feel like they're funny anymore. Which is strange, because every time I talk to this person, we have a blast. So maybe I can bring them out of their funk. Maybe I can get them to cover down. Uh, there's another one that uh, is about to enter politics for the very first time. He's, he's running for a position in, a con- in your state. And uh, I'm going to reach out to him and see if he wants to fill in for you. So whoever fills in while Chick Brew's gone will do their best. But I'll be honest, I, I don't like it. I, I'll, be, I'll be glad when you're back. After all of your partying. 
All right, today we're going to focus on tens. We got two facts here that both involve the ten. Fact number one, it takes ten times as much energy to heat water as it does to heat an iron. Think about that for a second. Ten times as much energy to heat water as it does an iron. And uh, I know we're not talking about cooking right now, but I'm going to share this little secret with you. The best grilled cheese sandwich you will ever have in your life involves aluminum foil, butter, bread, cheese, and an iron. <laughs> it might just be the ghetto in me, but I'm telling you, when you when you put that aluminum foil around the butter, around the bread, around the cheese, you heat it with an iron, it makes the best, the best grilled cheese sandwich that you could possibly imagine. Moving on to fact number two, it takes 10 times as much energy to turn water into steam as it does to bring it to a boil. Yes. Interesting facts today, both involving ten and water and heat. Reminds me of a Master Chief that we we know. Which one? 12. Oh, two twelve. So <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this. So uh, I reached out to him recently, and I know he's a busy man, and he's got a lot of things going on in his world. But I reached out to him recently using the the government email. I sent him an email saying I was thinking about him. But this is the reason I was thinking about him. His uh, beautiful daughters are getting ready to do some missionary work, and they uh, were raising some money to do this missionary work. And uh, and I and I wanted to support them, so I sent them both some money to do this work. But a month later, when I'm getting ready to pay my bill, I see these charges, and I do not recognize them. And I call, <laughs> I call the bank, and I am. Uh, Curious. Not really. I'm just, hey, I need to authorize these charges and I've tried to do some research on them and I can't do any research on them. And these are unauthorized charges and I've been scammed. And you need to take these things down or give me some contact information or something. From and th the man who buys everything that Facebook sells. Hey, hey, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I, I, I'm a grown man. I can spend my money. I'm going to go buy those damn daggone Dawson, Dyson. <laughs> They're probably Dawson's Creek fans. <laughs> So anyway, I'm on the phone with the bank and I, I'm not upset, but I, you know, I didn't make these charges. I want to make these charges go away. And they said like to me, <laughs> they said to me, well, we, you know, if your credit card's been compromised, we're going to have to send you a new credit card. And I don't want that to happen because I, I mean, I have these 16 digits memorized. I've had this credit card for a very long time. I don't want a new credit card. Can you just give me a number or something where I can call them? And they say, no, I'm sorry, we don't have a number. Have you looked at your email? And I did look at my email. And when I looked at my email, I found the email that said, thank you for your support for these two lovely ladies. So I didn't cancel the charges and I didn't get a new credit card. I just forgot that I had done that. So I sent Dell an email and basically said, hey, funny story. Here's what happened assuming that eventually he would see the email and respond back with an LOL, if nothing else, but he didn't. Are you sure it's the right email? It's his government email. It's clearly his email. I don't know very so, many Dells, number one. switched over to flank speed, someone, <laughs> someone messaged me on Facebook and they're like, I've been emailing you for weeks. And I was like, no, you haven't. And sure enough, they, they forwarded it to my actual new government email. They've been emailing me. So I didn't know flank speed had made its way to Europe, and I'm sorry for that. It is. Oh, we've been on. It, it. is a disaster. But can't save anything. 
<laughs> what, is the, what are you emailing me? What uh, what is supposed to eventually happen is your legacy email still works. And people can send you email to your legacy email address and it will go to your flank speed address. And if it's set up properly, which luckily at my new job, I've got some IT specialists who know how to do these things. If set up properly, it goes directly into your Outlook account and it, it, it works fantastically. But nobody super, at my previous command had invested any time in making that happen. Our super rambunctious and eager IT department in my unit they set up all these groups to manage all the distro lists. Um, three weeks ago, the muster distro went offline. I'm like, hey, everybody, when you send out your musters, please just email me directly because that distro is not working right. That's just their money. <laughs> yeah, horrible idea. But, you know, nothing NMCI has ever done has been a good idea. They have they have failed at every corner, whether it's NMCI, whether it's OneNet, whether it's flank speed. Total failure. Your government uh, tax dollars at work. Yes. At failing. It's what they do. I love when I get an email. My favorite is an email that says, sign this and and send it back. And I'm like, I got to forward this to my personal email. So whatever encryption was there, Yahoo doesn't care. (laughs) So forward it along, sign it to send it back. It's a scam. It's all a scam. I saw a great meme recently where uh, it, it was 20 years in the past and it was like, you got mail. And it showed an excited person. And then 20 years in the future is like, you got actual mail. And the person was equally excited because nobody gives letters anymore. Hey, it's time for our fan favorite segment. time for birthday boost where every week she picks two i pick two we give out two of our most awesomest birthday boostesses and then for everyone that doesn't get a birthday boost you're lucky if you get this thing called an honorable mention as always chick brew you go first this is a hard week there's a lot of good birthdays this week but before i do that james boo boo baby cow veal my good friend from boot camp sent me a picture of him listening and he said, I finally got to listen to it. <laughs> so new listener, James, I know your birthday's over, but I still love you. James, boo, anyway. boo, 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 what, what, what was that? Baby cow. Boo, boo, baby cow. So, you make up nicknames for people in subgroups. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> and we all know that I am a genius when it comes to yes, so, boo boo baby cow. I'm, I'm digging it. Baby cow. <laughs> there was a lot behind that, but anyways, um, my first birthday boost for this week is Karen Chavez, my mother-in-law. Going to be seeing her in just a few days. Yes, you um, are. They are going to take me, and I'm going to do things that I am just thinking. My I can't wait to hear. Sweating just <laughs> whatever, uh, whatever it is. I can't wait to hear. I did hard pass on the hot air balloon. I did. I think they're all going to do that. I'm going to hold everyone's stuff on the ground. I don't think I can do that. (laughs) Anyways, Karen, I'll see you in a few days. Happy birthday. (laughs) It's a tough week as always. It's always seems to be a tough week for me. I don't know who's going to get the birthday boost as I, as I scroll through the names. Uh, Unfortunately, the, the people that, we mentioned last week are showing up in my list this week and uh 
they they don't get to double dip. I love them all, but they don't get to double dip. That's not how this works. So as I scroll down a tad bit further, I think I'm going to give a birthday boost to the wonderful Kristen Art. So let me tell you about Kristen Art. I believe, if I remember correctly, her last name is wide open. Nope. <laughs> I believe that's what it is. She is a hasher that I first met when I was in Korea. And uh, we had wonderful times together, you know, just going out and running and drinking and being great people. And then the next time I get to meet her, she has not only infiltrated the Mijas hash house harriers there in uh, in southern Spain. She she has infiltrated and uh, brought soul. So the wonderful thing about hashing is for the most part, it's the same no matter where you go in the world. But there are subtle differences. And she brought soul to uh, Malaga and Mijas and, and the eastern coast of southern Spain or the Costa del Sol. So she brought soul to the Costa del Sol. And then when I got to Spain a little bit after her, I started building up the western coast of Spain in, in the flavor of Korea and uh, together we we did amazing things and she's a wonderful lady and i live vicariously through her because she makes me happy and she makes me smile and i, and I, I love her and i wish her nothing but the biggest the brightest and the best when it comes to her birthday so kristen art happy birthday <laughs> who is your second birthday booster jill christmas her husband's birthday was i think an honorable mention of mine last week <laughs> Anyways, she there in Guam. She is giving very timely and consistent reports during the monsoon, typhoon, bunch of wet no. Luckily, she's got her power back and potable water. So that's a birthday gift for the ages. I met Jill at a birthday party for someone I didn't really know. I obviously didn't know Jill either. And then like three days after meeting her, she was like, hey, do you want to do you want to ride to Lisbon with me? I'm going to pick up my best friend. And I was like. Stranger danger. Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> and she is just a gym. I love her. She works at she worked at REI. She has like a master's in sustainable tourism. She knows more about how to stay alive during anything. I need her in my life because we know I am not built for survival. So Jill, happy birthday. I'm glad you have potable water. <laughs> My uh, second birthday boost of the week goes to my dear friend, Michael Setti, also known, and I think I get this right, is Vagina Duck. Is that is that what it's called? Uh, the thing that the uh, OBGYN uses to, to, to part ways? I think that's what it's called. It's a... It's a it's a medical device. It's just <laughs> I have to I have to see if I'm correct or if I just crazy. Hold on one second. Like the worst tool ever invented. So you you are familiar with what I am talking about. All too familiar. And one day when we're not online, I will tell you about my time in Bahrain. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what it is. It's a vagina duck, and that's his uh, hash name. Because <laughs> he used to work with a lot of medical equipment, and uh, I don't know exactly how that came to be. But I can tell you, I've had so many great times with that man. Again, another hasher that I was with in Korea. And we spent a lot of time because we were both similar size and shape and pay grade, actually. We were both senior NCOs and 
And uh, we were both large men, not grotesquely large, but we were large for military standards. And when we were running long distances, we knew how to pace ourselves. So I spent a lot of time conversing with this man. I enjoy his company and I miss him. And I, uh, again, live vicariously through him because the things that he's doing, I'm not doing. But I I, I pay attention to him on the the social medias and I I love him. And uh, I wish him nothing but the biggest, the brightest, and the best. Happy birthday, Michael Setti. Now going on into your honorable mentions. Do you got anybody in your honorable mentions? Yeah. Uh, Lana DeMerit, my uncle Ron. I got Amber Richardson, Matt Roseberry, Emily Sin, Robert Lambert, No Tan Ann, and James Bim. No Tan Ann. No Tan Ann. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Sh- Shavonna McEwen. I, I feel like No Tan Ann has been mentioned before. How can you not mention No Tan Ann? Because that's not her name. That is a description, or is she uh, Vietnamese? She's no, and... she's no Tan Ann. <laughs> no, she's not Vietnamese. <laughs> so she's Ann with No Tan, correct? Ann with No Tan. <laughs> uh, going on to my honorable mentions, Amanda Sierras, uh, a lovely lady that worked with me there in Rhoda. I, I love her and miss her. Sean Stewart. John Jeffries, Teddy Baggett, Alonzo Bowden celebrating his birthday, Bridget Hockney, and Freddie Kern. I don't know if you know Freddie Kern, but uh, he's a he's a very popular dog trainer in the Rhoda area. Usually, um, shelling for a couple of shillings, you could buy a puppy from his bitch, <laughs> and that's not getting bleeped out because that was completely appropriate. we are uh, right on time doing everything that we need to do but the one thing that we did not cover oh wait wait going back to the birthday boost and the honorable mentions ladies and gentlemen as always we wish you nothing but the biggest the brightest the best and uh, if uh, if we didn't make you a birthday boost this time around uh, you know try harder suck less that's uh you your participation determines whether you get a birthday boost or an honorable mention one of the things we did not cover this week Uh, so far yet and we're going to cover it now it is time for a resolution rewards update <laughs> well, it is Who's down to win the cash. Yes, sing along. <laughs> <laughs> it is down to our last two competitors in this year's resolution rewards program. There is a, a money involved in this. In July 1st, the money doubles, but we're down to uh, Chick Brew and Tommy as our final contestants. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. This week was hard. Like, I knew that when I got home, I was not going to have anything left for anything. So I was trying to either lift my weights first thing in the morning. And then this weekend while I was at work, I was making a point to go get my steps. And I actually got more steps than I had planned on. It was so nice. I don't understand how people can hang out in that building when it's so nice outside. (laughs) I got to be honest with you. I'm I'm a little concerned about your next 14 days. Oh, we'll be getting the snap. Because you're going to be out, you're going to be partying, you're going to be having a good time in Mexico. 
I forgot how to say city in Spanish. <laughs> the only thing that I'm worried about is travel days. Track of the time. Ah, uh, because that's yeah. what uh, that's what eliminated one of our contestants. She wasn't paying attention to the Klizok. and uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to probably do my workout. Well, I'll do my workout before I travel today. But when we leave, I have to figure out what day I'm on. Luckily, I'm going back in time to start. <laughs> yes, so I'll be okay. But when I'm coming back, that will be the tricky one. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you appreciate the videos that she makes showing that she's working out every day as part of the Resolution Rewards competition, be sure to give her a like. It uh, it does more, you know, I am amazed on how many views and how many likes I how many views compared to how many likes I get on the TikTok videos. So I'm day number 50 as of today. <laughs> day number 49 was an interesting day for me. Again, not as part of the Resolution Rewards program, just as a part of uh, working out and trying to be better every day. Day number 49, apparently I forgot how to, the record button works. So when I should have turned it on, I didn't. It and when I went to turn it off, I did. So all I got for day 49 was me turning on the camera as I turn off the treadmill and walk around to turn off the camera. But I was still there. I still did it. I had a nice sweat on. Today, day number 50, uh, that's halfway to 100. And yeah, you're doing uh, it, great. it's possible. So every day, just uh, trying to be a little bit more better. I am concerned about your vacation. So be sure to be mindful of what you're doing while on vacation to get your workouts in. I'm rooting for you. You're my fan favorite. I don't want Tommy to win because I don't have the relationship with Tommy that I have with you. So I'm rooting for you, not against you. And uh, that. But you know what? what? My uniform fit better. I saw. I saw I you're looking like, you're looking better. Oh, you're looking great. Okay. Keep it up. It's it's working. It's, it's not working crazy. And it's just a little bit here and a little bit there. Inspired by you, uh, when I stand my quarter deck watch every day, which is one of my new job responsibilities. Uh, I am very lonely, especially on Mondays and Fridays, because there's nobody coming through the quarter deck. So I'm doing uh, the wall push-ups. Yeah, suck, right? yeah, I'm starting to do those now because <laughs> it's just what, and I'm doing squats out of my chair. I'm using my time on the quarter deck to, to do a little bit more better. Uh, and, and, and we encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to do that yourselves every day. Just be a little bit more better. I, I think we've covered everything that we need to cover this week. It's a great episode. I love it. Uh, I remind you, ladies and gentlemen, to just be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. Now, as we sign out, I want you to try. I want you to try to sing the Tommy and Christina along with the intro. Go for it. It is time for a Resolution Rewards update. Christina, Tommy, <laughs> who's gonna get the cash? Who's gonna be the last? It's me. I love it. <laughs> and anybody who stuck around to listen to this portion might appreciate it too. Uh, great job this week. And loves me. I love you. Love you, bye.